Trent Turner. That sounded really, really scary. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty dang good. <laughs> Living the life, you know. Uh, it's Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. I know, me too. I'm actually kind of... It's spooky. <laughs> it's spooky season. It is October, so we're getting into Halloween. Uh, so, Jenny, tell us what you're going to be for Halloween this year. I'm going to be... <laughs> uh, it's honestly the best costume ever And you're going to be shocked When you hear this Yeah I'm going to dress up In These really cool shorts Oh yeah And I'm going to put a t-shirt on Okay And then I'm going to put my hair up in a ponytail Oh yeah And I'm going to put my tennis shoes on Oh yeah and I'm going to be myself. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. We hadn't talked about this, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not dressing up. Um, I don't think I've dressed up in like years and years and years. Yeah, me either. Well, Maybe we should turn a new leaf and dress up. Last minute Halloween costume. What is it? Austin Riley. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um. We'll get into the Braves a little bit later on. I don't want to start us off on a low note, okay? <laughs> so we'll get there when we get there. But what's well, a low note? But it's not like a about to kill myself note. So that's cool. um, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I'm glad you're not killing yourself. That's great. <laughs> we're we're on a high today. Yeah. I'm sure um, everybody's happy to hear that too. So. I feel like I haven't talked to you like all day. I've been working, working, grinding. I mean, Someone's got to make the money in this house. Yeah, so. I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, might as well be me. I yeah, mean, well. We're sitting th- at the desk all day, just making money and making thanks money. Thanks for doing that. Uh, You're I, so welcome. I am a gold digger, so, <laughs> you know. Mm, got to yeah, make money for my uh, Yeah, it was a busy children. day today. So I really didn't have too much plans today, but then I was, uh, I couldn't just sit around the house all day. I had to go to work. You know. <laughs> really got to make that money. <laughs> really got to make really. the money. I got to get on comes, Jenny's level, you know. He uh, comes home at <laughs> one o'clock, sits on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> got to follow up emails, follow up calls. Oh, you know yeah, how okay. that goes. Yeah, yeah. That's how that mm-hmm. goes. For sure. Sales life. Sales life. You know, I'm killing it. We're doing great. We are on track first year kind of with salespeople to hit over a million dollars or right around a million dollars, which they're only expecting... They're expecting less than that. So, so nice. basically, you're killing it. We're killing it. Me and my counterpart are killing it. Well, good for you. I need to say something. Okay. Because um, it's really been weighing on my heart and my soul. Okay. Let's hear it. I have a canker sore on my tongue. And, you know, I don't want to be, like, dramatic or anything. You're being dramatic. But... <laughs> My quality of life has truly diminished because of this fucking canker sore on my tongue. And so canker sore sucks. On top of that, I have a cut in my mouth on the same side up by my tooth. Is it a chip? You bit a chip wrong? Uh, Probably. I don't know (laughs) what I did, but I (laughs) killed my mouth. And so it hurts. It literally, Trent hurts to do Everything. I believe that because, I mean, that's just, there's no running from mouth pain because you use it all the time. Yes. So, And you truly realize how much you use your mouth when you have a canker sore in there. A canker sore in there? That is ruining your entire life. Yeah, I never called them canker sores until I met you. What did you call them? Just ulcers. Ulcers. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sound off in the comments. Sound off, yeah. (laughs) Ulcer or canker sore? What do you call it? An ulcer. Ulcer or canker sore? Because I've always grown up calling them canker sores. Yeah, I never like heard that until I met you. So. But then we realized it's the same thing because I was saying one thing and you were saying one thing. And one day we were like, wait, we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're on the same page here. <laughs> so it's ulcer. But anyways, um, that sucks for you. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it for you. Uh, and this margarita is really helping. Yeah, so it's nice. and It's really numbing acidic. it for me. <laughs> <laughs> every sip hurts, but every... 
sip I take gets me further and further to it numbing. So oh, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> you got to have a couple of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I won't feel a thing. That's right. That's how you do it. So that's my mouth. And so sorry if I'm sound funny. I'm just, you know. Funny looking. I am <laughs> drowning over here in pain. So. Ah. How was your week? Any updates? Week. I think I was telling you it seemed like it was, I guess, like you said, the way I made it sound is that it sounded like a long week, like it should be delayed a day. Or so when it was Wednesday, what day did you think it was? Like Tuesday. So it was really mm-hmm. a slow week. So I guess slow I week. sounded, or I felt like it shouldn't be a, the day that it was. I felt like it was <laughs> behind. Days of the week, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was the opposite. I felt like Wednesday I woke up and I was like, oh, yay, it's Thursday. And then I just got hit with reality and that really sucked. Yeah, well, you That know. might be the worst when you're like, wake up and you're ahead. Oh, it's only you Thursday it's, yeah. and you mm. want it to be Friday. Yeah. But I will say but this that happens week, every week. <laughs> this week I slept. Like a freaking baby. Good for you. All every night this week, I was yeah, you even, zonked. You even slept on my side. <laughs> Some of the nights. <laughs> okay. This story is actually really funny. It is funny. Really, do you want to tell it I'll or do you want it. me to tell it? I'll tell it. So I got up in the middle of the night one night to go pee, right? Like everybody does. Me uh-huh. more than others sometimes. But so I come back in the bed and Jenny's like on my side. And I'm like... What like how much on, like on your on side? Like on my side. Like where I lay. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe. Because usually sometimes that happens and I just get in and she like just rolls over. But this time she didn't go nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, I was on top of her. <laughs> and she was like getting mad at me. Like, like you know, throwing her shoulder like in her sleep. Like, ah, oh, like get off me. And I'm like, where do you want me to go? And I just kind of laughed. I was like, <laughs> and like I kept giving her like elbows. No, and you were literally on top of me. <laughs> but I, kept, I kept giving her elbows and finally she moved over and I was like just cracking up. It was the funniest thing because I, in my mind, I was laying there and all of a sudden I feel the body weight of Trent just like <laughs> on me, on my arm, on my entire body. And I get my immediate reaction is to get pissed. I'm like, why the fuck is he on top of me right now? Like, get over. Like, my thought was that you were on my side and I was mad. So I was like, I was starting to hit him, like nudge him to try to get you off. And then I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, like, I kind of came to it. Like, I was asleep during that. And then I opened my eyes. And when I tell you, I was legit (laughs) diagonal in the bed. Like, I opened my eyes and did not know where I was because I was on the complete opposite side of the bed. Yeah. She it was, was for and sure. I, I couldn't help but like laugh at myself and then like roll over. Like I truly was convinced that you were in the wrong and you were on my side. And who was in the right? Trent was in the right. Get off my side. And then, so we didn't even talk about it until the next night when we were brushing our teeth and I brought it up because I wanted to know if he remembered it. And we started dying laughing talking oh, yeah. about this I story. I remembered like, it, but I was just like, oh, well, it just happens, you know, whatever. And it was so funny to me because I, when I opened my eyes, I truly, truly thought I was in my own side. Like, and I just woke up like completely distraught on like diagonal. I don't know what I was Not doing. even close to her side. Like a, Get on your side, please. Yeah, well, you married me, so. Yeah, we'll put up a barrier. We (laughs) we just ordered one from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we didn't. Amazon favorites of the week. (laughs) I'll be on your side of the bed tonight. Barricade. Get excited. Yeah, okay, I will. (laughs) Any any other updates? Uh, No. Well, the biggest update that we really need to debrief is the Braves. Yeah. So, deep breath. Everyone, moment of silence. All right, moment of silence is over. Uh, <laughs> for the Braves. Moment of silence for the Phillies because they're all gay boys. How uh, do you feel? Tell me about it. Not great, but, you know, it's baseball, so we just got our ass kicked. You know, uh, all facets of the game, pitching, hitting, defense. We just lost. Uh, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> That makes me feel very pissed off, but you know, what can I do? Uh, you were going all week saying that the Phillies were going to kick our ass. Yeah, I just didn't feel good about it. It was the same thing. Like, 
after watching like them play the Marlins, uh, and just watching their fan base, it's like crazy. It's like going into like the hardest atmosphere to play in the world. And why is that? They're why just, are they're Philly just fans? Loud. If you watch every game, I like I like enjoyed literally enjoyed watching the game. Obviously, because my team was playing, but then like the Phillies fans are so loud. Like every pitch, like starting from the first inning, it's like the whole time. Like when there's a big moment for the Braves, their crowd is literally like say the tenth defender, almost like the eleventh man or whatever in football. Twelfth oh, man, twelfth man, yeah. Um, literally like that. So, so like, why can't your fans be? I that don't way? know. It's like it's not just my fans. Like every fans don't live up to that. They do, but like it's at a different level. So the Phillies that, fans are. You're making me think that Philly fans, Eagles, Phillies are superior. No. By far. Well, they're good fans. Yeah. I mean, the they're, fan base is wild. Zero class. Basically. But talk about just wild people, and I love it. They are really loud. Like they're when loud. we were watching it, they were like, "Yeah, they're, I don't they're, know their how presence anyone is known." Yeah, you know, I don't know how anyone would be able to concentrate. And it was a big difference from them playing at Atlanta. Yeah, it was. Y'all were like, didn't hear a peep. So I it's don't not know that bad, but it was pretty bad compared to that. Yeah, yeah. So like, why don't you have a conference with your fans, and you need to say, "Listen up, here, folks, we need to get a little bit louder." We need to be a little bit more aggressive, and we need to have a little bit more heart. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Step up. Be a leader amongst the fans for the I Braves. don't go to the games, so <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, so one thing, too, that has been a... I will start this by saying the Phillies kicked our ass, and there's no excuse for the Phillies kicking our ass because they kicked our ass, like I said earlier... In all facets of the game. Uh, but I will say one thing that's been coming up or came up last year too was that the new expansion playoffs is like I think it added two teams or three teams or two teams per side, I don't know. So mm-hmm. the teams that get the best or have the best records or the four teams that get the best have the best records in baseball get a bye, right? So the Braves got a bye. The Dodgers got a bye. They both lost. They both waited a week to play their first game after the season. So basically, they're used to playing every single day. Right. Boom, boom, boom. So they get, you know, you get you get rhythm. You get momentum. You get oh yeah, all this Momentum's stuff. Momentum's a huge Momentum's thing in a baseball. Huge thing. That's what I've and learned. And then, like, <laughs> so that's another thing. Momentum is like, so... The Phillies, the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, mm-hmm. which are all advanced to the ALCS and NLCS, they all won a series. So you go into your next series, not only is the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Orioles sitting on the couch for a week, uh-huh. they get momentum coming in after playing in a playoff atmosphere for the previous week. Right. So there's all momentum. I'm not saying that's an excuse. So you're saying that you think that that week really fucked up the Braves because they... All the teams. Because there are three out of the four teams that got a bye all lost. So do you think they're really sitting on the couch that week and doing nothing? No, they're not. They're practicing and stuff. But there's nothing that emulates playoff atmosphere. There's nothing. You can't emulate that. Even if you do an inner squad, you can't emulate the pressure of the Phillies fans (laughs) on your ass the whole game. The Phillies fans. Ain't no way. No. Interesting. Interesting take. I do think it's an excuse, but we'll just, you know, override yeah. that. The and more and more you talk, the more and more I think that you're a Phillies fan. So shut your mouth. I said this morning, I woke up and said, <laughs> you know what? I'm happy for the Phillies. I'm happy for my dad because he's a major Phillies fan. And I'm sad for you, but I'm happy for the Phillies. Yeah, but they're going to lose. And, and I will pro- be rooting for I them. Was, Sorry. I will say I'm not rooting for them. I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks. But... <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and say this, too. When everybody says, why don't you root for Chris's team? Make the – because you want him to be happy. What if I was a Cowboys fan and we just beat the Eagles and we were playing for the Super Bowl? Do you think that he would root for the Cowboys? I don't think so. No, he wouldn't. I don't think – deep down in his heart, he wouldn't root for the Braves either. I know he wouldn't. 
And you can ask him. He I might lie. Know. No, I, yeah, I don't think I he I think he would say he would. But I don't believe him. Yeah. I, I don't, don't believe know. him. I don't know. So that's, that's my, a question that you should ask. And y'all should really get on the same page. So the Phillies about. and the Braves are rivals, just like the Cowboys and the and the Eagles. We won the yeah, we've yeah, won the yeah. division for about thirty <laughs> years in a row. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. But they just kicked our ass the past two years. So, what do you say? Do you want to win the division, or do you want to get momentum in the playoffs? What do you want to do? Well, I'd love to ask the players their opinion on the bye week. I would love to hear what they think about it. If they feel the same way that it really like grinds their gears, that they have I think to wait it's a week. only for like hitters. I don't. I think pitchers are fine. Our pitchers didn't show up, obviously. So, I mean. Hitters clearly didn't show up. Right. We scored five runs was the most we scored in a game. No, literally, y'all did not know how to swing the bat. Exactly. Like, every uh, time someone got up to the plate, they didn't swing at the first pitch, and then bad. it was like, all right, we're done. <laughs> strike, strike, Well, a lot strike. of that could be, which I don't agree with, but sometimes I do, like trying to get a pitcher's pitch count up. But still. No, just swing, swing the fucking bat. I agree with how that, How are you going to get it? Like, how are you going to score any runs? Without swinging the bat. I mean, yeah, you can walk and you can yeah, walk around. But, like, come on. Ones, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Work on that for next season. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get with them. I'll get with them. <laughs> so hey, call up Austin this? Riley right now. No, Austin Riley was actually the only Braves player that did anything yeah, the whole that's series. Yeah, that's true. And you have his jersey. I do. Look at you. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually the only Number one that one did fan. anything the whole series. Acuna didn't do nothing. Matt Olson led the league in home runs. He didn't even – I don't even – think he got a hit the whole series maybe one uh Ozzy Albies he just swings at balls in the dirt <laughs> well, yeah freaking <laughs> every time <laughs> every damn time Ozuna hey, from the Braves Ozuna from the Braves he, he just takes pitches right down the middle I mean like <laughs> then you have players like Michael Harris he didn't even look like he's ever picked up a bat in his life before like just watching balls go right down the freaking middle I mean like dude next time just go up there without a bat I mean like what do you want to do you want to get a hit or do you want to freaking just watch balls go by I really think that you should be on the Braves. A trip from the Braves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'd do a little bit better than them. I would swing <laughs> three times and I'm time. out. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, That's three, exactly. and you're out. I'd close my eyes in case I hit it, you know. <laughs> well, or swing hard in case you hit it, not close my eyes. <laughs> R.I.P. the Braves. Yeah, R.I.P. the Braves. Like I said. Until next season. Good luck to the Phillies, but I'm not rooting for them. I will say that. Okay. Well, thanks for that update. We really appreciate it. Are you ready to move on? Yes. Okay. Well, last week's theme of the week was football because we had Taylor Swift drama and we needed to chat about football. Well, this week, this theme might not be going on in the world, But it's really happening in our household because we have been surrounded this week by none other than football. Football versus, but they don't say it like football. Yes, they They do. They say football. No, they say football. Football. I guess Mexicans say. (laughs) Spanish speakers say football. Okay. Well, that's what I know it as. Italians and all that stuff. Okay. So we're going to talk about football the English version. Football versus football, yeah. And when I say that football is an English delicacy, it truly is. It These is. people live. It's amazing. And breathe. It's like so football. It's like those the football fans. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to start by saying that when when I say football a reference Football, I'm talking about soccer, not American football. So we're going to call it football? Yes. Okay. So we're going to call it football. Uh, so football fans in Europe mm-hmm. are like every every team is like the Phillies but on steroids. Every fan base. Phillies what? Like fan base. Oh, yeah, yeah. But on steroids. So on the, steroids, the coolest yeah. thing about the football fans is that every fan base, they'll just make up songs about their players. Just like random ass songs. Okay. Are we jumping ahead? I have, <laughs> I, okay, I have so many questions. And let me just preface this by saying, everyone, I don't know much about football. Okay. It's, soccer is my least favorite sport. Hey, So I football. never watch it. Yeah. So I am going to ask a million questions okay. when we talk about this. So just, if you don't know about soccer and you're listening to this, great episode to listen to because yeah. we're going to learn a lot here about football. 
Sure. English football. English football. That'd so, be- okay, we'll get to the whole singing crap. I, crap. It's also so awesome. first of all, we're talking about this because we watched both the Beckham document documentary that was on Netflix. Yeah. And we watched or currently welcome. Wa- currently watching. No, we finished. Oh, we're cur- okay. We finished Beckham. Yeah. We're currently watching Welcome to Wrexham. Correct. Um, Beckham is on Netflix. Welcome to Wrexham is on Hulu. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I think. So uh-huh. let's just. That's why we're talking about this. So we're going to kind of break down both of these shows break it, break it and down, talk one, about nine. football. Now, let's start with Beckham. Let's start with Beckham. Okay. First question is the point system. Okay. Please explain the point system to me with soccer. And I want your thoughts if you think that's better than it is with like any other sport do you think you like it like that explain it to me please so the point system in soccer is actually the same or football sorry is actually the (laughs) same as hockey here in america Mm. i don't know if you knew that i did not know that so but also the mls which you learn as the major league soccer uses that point system as well well yeah but we're not talking about that okay so the way that it works is one thing that's it's it's kind of crazy. There's no playoffs in like the English Premier League. So Manchester United, there's no playoffs. Why? So they have it's the point system. Whoever mm. ends with the most points at the end of the season. How long is the season? Really quick. Sorry. I think it's. I don't get me wrong. It's around thirty-five, forty games, something like that. And what time of year? When does it start? When it's, does it end? It's, it's going on now. So it ends the Champions League final, which is the. Super Bowl for European soccer is in like June, I think. But so, I thought Champions League was one of the lower leagues. No, Champions League is the top. Is the is a tournament basically? Champions League final. Okay. There is a Champions League under the P- Premier League. Premier that's, League, that's yeah, different. that's what I'm thinking. So of. Champions League is under the Premier League, maybe two under the. I think I don't know. I'm not super versed with the leagues under the Premier League. Okay. Uh, but so. The way that it works, you get if you win a game, you mm-hmm. get three points. Okay. If you draw a game, you get one point. Draw means tie. Tie. Okay. And if you uh, lose, you get zero. Okay. So at the end of the year, whoever has the most points, uh, which I actually agree with this, the most points wins the league. Okay. So not that's not what I agree with. So but how, what I what I agree sorry. with is so there's a Champions League and then there's the Europa League. So mm-hmm. the top four teams in the Premier League get to play in the Champions League. The fifth and sixth maybe play in the Europa League. So it's like a it's a like a tournament outside of the Premier League. So you're playing teams all over Europe. And then so the bottom during the regular season during the regular season. So it's like you play in Premier League games, and then Champions League games are on like Tuesday, Wednesday. So then you'll mix in Champions League games, and then you'll play on the weekends. So you mix in Champions League games and you play on the weekends. So it's like a hectic schedule. So, um, so another thing about the points mm-hmm. or moving on to the Champions League and Europa League, the bottom two teams, mm-hmm. which is in the Premier League, the bottom two teams get relegated to the Champions League division. Okay. And then the top two teams in the Champions League move up to the Premier League. So if you you can't necessarily tank. So I'm okay. saying you can't lose on purpose because then you'll get demoted. Okay, so this is very confusing. Yeah, it is um, confusing. So how do they decide who plays who? Is it based on the points? No, you just the schedule comes out at the beginning of the year. Okay, so you play yeah. whoever. But the so schedule then, doesn't change. And then with the cha- no, it does not. But in the Champions League, the way it works is so your top every league. So the league in Spain, the league in England, the league in Italy, the league in. Netherlands, the league, and all the all the countries in Europe. Yeah, they all have their different things. The Premier League's the top league, so they get four teams. Some of the leagues get two teams, and there is thirty-two teams divided by four. What is that? Eight. So eight groups, thirty-two teams, eight groups. They draw. Okay. So whoever's the first, the first team, like in the in their league they get mm-hmm. put them in the thing it's just like a uh, raffle kind of okay. pull them out and that's how they determine the groups super random yeah it's random 
Okay. Kind of, but not really. Or yeah, it is random. So I mean, all of the ones are together, all of the twos are together, all the threes are together. So you're not just like this big ball. Okay. That could be the baddest, badass group ever. You know, the best teams. Yeah. But so you have a better the better you are, the better chance that you have a weaker group. Okay. Yeah. Um so let's talk about the game itself. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have lot. so many questions. I'm, I confuse myself when I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Very confusing. So the game is how long? 90 minutes. They have 90 minutes to score. When's halftime? 45. Okay. Yeah, I guess half that of that is 40. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So what about the extra time? How does that so work? So the clock, there's somebody, like in big matches, there's... there's uh, like the professional matches, there's somebody that's on the side that's probably, this is my guess, I don't know for a fact this is how it works, but there's probably every time there's a stoppage, he'll click his watch and click it back on. Oh. Or stop it. Stop it. Do it like that. And so at the end, so if there's injured players, there's a running clock the whole time. Oh, so that's nothing why, ever stops nothing for ever 90 stops. minutes. Correct. For 45. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. So and if the, when it stops and there's somebody down on the field, the clock's still going yeah, on the scoreboard. Okay. So and then at the end, that's when they say. Soccer people are so dramatic and actors, so there's yeah. lots of that. Okay. Yeah, which is fair. So okay. they, well, it could be three minutes stoppage time. It could be 10 minutes stoppage. It just depends. Like if somebody, they have to bring out the. Stretcher. Stretcher or something <laughs> for somebody and it takes right. a while to get them off. Then, then you'll be, have lots of yeah. overtime. Yeah. Is it called overtime? Extra, extra time. Extra time. Extra time. Okay. Got and, it. That makes sense. No, it's stoppage time. Extra time is overtime. Oh, okay. Stoppage yeah. time. That stoppage makes sense time, yeah. because they had to stop, yeah. but they didn't stop the clock. Correct. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. So another question I have. Okay. When they hit the ball with their head, does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, serious question here because sometimes like when we were watching this show or this documentary, like the ball would go and then all of a sudden it would change directions. And I'm like, how did it do that? And you were like, he hit it with his head. Well, there's and I'm a, like, how? There's, there's a spot on your head where you're supposed to hit it, which is like right in the middle of your foot, like the hardest part of your body. This is right in your foot. Really? Your That's forehead. the hardest part of your body? I think so. So, like, I mean, if you hit it on the top of your head or, like, obviously in your face, it's not going to feel good. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, those guys, they'll hit So, you're it. supposed to put it in a certain spot yeah. to where it doesn't really hurt that bad? Correct. Because I'm like, these guys are kicking it so freaking hard, and yeah. then you're just hitting it with your head. That's got to hurt. Yeah. Jeez. So, they just do it and hope that it hits in a good spot, and they won't, like, they literally pass out? They're good at what they do. So, they, I mean, they hit it. Do they ever hit heads, like collide heads yeah. with each other? <laughs> Golly, sounds like it. Yeah. Well, now I don't feel as bad when they act like they're injured because, like, sometimes they probably they, are. Sometimes they really are, but some a lot of the time it's a strategy. If they flop, they try to get penalties. They try to, like, David Beckham so was so red... good at kicking, like, uh, free kicks and scoring free kicks. Okay, yeah. What does that mean? What do you mean? Free kicks. So it's a free... You get that for a penalty? Yes. Okay. So that's why they do it. They're trying to get free kick so free kick is outside the box yeah and then a free uh, penalty kick is inside the box so okay i'm with free you. kick on the outside of the box you can set up a wall to try to block it and that's what they did every time and beckham would always get it in and penalty kick it's you and the goalie pk right yeah. pk yeah pks pks i've heard of that before yeah. Okay, it's starting to make sense. In the documentary, they showed a lot of free kicks and... Yeah, because he was apparently really good at them. And I didn't know... Bend it like freaking Beckham, I knew boy. that I knew that David Beckham was good, but I always thought he was more of a, like, kind of... he was It was a popularity contest, really. Pretty boy? Yeah, which he was, but he was... Apparently, he was really good. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's his documentary, so they're going to show, like... The best parts of him, but I do agree. He was very good at what he did. It well, you wouldn't like. just be a scrub if you played at Manchester United, right? Paris, he definitely Saint was Germain, good, and all that stuff. Yeah. So Real Madrid. Okay. Uh, One more soccer question about the game. Okay. Do they perfect their slide after they score and they slide across the field? Is that something they practice? Well, so I always <laughs> thought like. Probably not, but I always thought that it would hurt. Like yeah. if you slide on grass, yeah, it, it seems like it hurts. But like apparently those like pitches, 
Uh huh. Pitch. Or yeah. like perfect. Pitch yeah. equals field. Everyone. Yes. <laughs> so apparently they're like just perfect, and so like just like sliding on like glass, kind of like okay, that's so how it doesn't hurt at all. No. Okay. I mean, they wouldn't do Good it, if it was, if it hurt them. Well, I mean, I don't know. No, the they, soccer they, people do some crazy shit, so they, I don't they know. wouldn't. <laughs> but Nobody so yeah, knows. I mean, like it's just like perfect field. Okay, interesting. What about, so let's talk about briefly about like the the songs. Just like, and how how clever is some of them? Some of them are just like stupid, but like. Okay, here's my question. Yeah. Who the fuck creates these? So that's what I was thinking. I was. Is there a Google Doc? I think there's like a there's like some forum, like a like no a way. Manchester United forum. Shut up. And somebody's like, "Oh, this is what I came up with on." No way. Is that I don't. A- I don't know. That's my guess. We really need to research. But this. I think like a lot of musicians over there will. Maybe we'll they up start with up with them, and they'll, wow. they'll like they'll be before the games. Like they have these big, you know, parties, tailgate uh-huh. kind of, right? Before the games, and they'll have a like a musician out there or something, and he's singing like songs that just the crowd made up or whatever. Okay, crazy. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so they they sing these songs for each player. Every player has a song. If they're good. If they're good. Yeah. And then if they suck, they have a bad song. They probably don't. Do they have songs for the opposing people? Well, they, I mean, yeah, like they sing about Beckham's wife. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, away teams will probably just sing about the other players. So I really want to know, do they have rehearsals for this? Do they get together and they practice this song? I really want to know how they distribute this. I don't know. I would love to know. No clue. But I think it is. It's like a... There's got to be, it's got to be a popular thing in England for like musicians to make up songs and then they post them on whether it's social media, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of sticks. Interesting. Uh, maybe. But I just would love to meet the person who like makes the songs it's for different the team. people probably and then different ones stick. Like, oh, that's shite. So, so like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love English slang. <laughs> Um, okay, we need to talk about the elephant in the room. And that is David Beckham, hot man. Oh, God. <laughs> Very attractive. Now? No. So here's the thing. I, obviously, like, I knew who David Beckham was and is just because everyone thinks he's so attractive. And that's really the only reason I know him. I don't know him because of football or anything like that. I just know everyone talks about how good looking David Beckham is. So I knew of him. Yeah. But in this documentary, him now, mm, I don't really vibe with it. Not my, not my type. But when he was younger, and up until like he stopped playing soccer, I yeah. think he was pretty dang good looking. Easy. And he's a good looking guy. I mean, his hair changed like so much. Obviously, like that was his big thing, like changing his hairstyle. Yeah. yeah. And I've never seen someone I think is attractive with a mohawk. And yet <laughs> here's David Beckham like rocking a mohawk, and mm-hmm. he's one of the most attractive people on the planet. So. His hair, he is a specimen for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah, whatever. Did you, would you agree? No, yeah, I think that's what I said. He's a good looking guy. I think yeah. still, I mean, like he's. He just has a lot of tattoos now and his hair is lacking a little bit now because it's obviously thinner and. Gray. You know, gray, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, speaking of gray hairs. Easy. We like, found, whoa, 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 whoa. We found Trent's first gray hair yesterday and that should be put in the history books. <laughs> that was exciting. I think it was blonde. No, it was really gray. Uh, you can be a silver fox. It's okay. Yeah, I'm about to file for social security. Uh, so David Beckham, fantastic looking dude. It's a good documentary too. So It was really if, good. And the one thing that... So I knew about how they had an affair, Posh Spice and yeah. him. I, I yeah, just let's kinda, talk about how they just glazed over that kind of. I know. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Like they literally, so one whole episode was kind of about the affair, but without saying anything, they talked about it. Yeah. Like they, it was so no, weird. Basically it was just like, the way it came off to me is that it was almost made up by 
the British tabloids or the British news. But they never said that it was made up. I that, know they didn't. But the, he he didn't or like nobody did. So it was just like, did it happen? Did it not? Well, I don't know what the paper said. We never read the articles. We never read the news. I know. Yes, it was about an affair, but we didn't read the details. And they said that someone had details about the affair, but they never talked about it on the documentary. And here's my thing. If someone accused you of an affair, and then you years down the road you come out with a documentary about your life and on the documentary, you talk about the affair. If you didn't have that affair, you would be screaming it from the freaking rooftops that this is a lie. It never happened. Rubbish. Like you rubbish. would defend yourself like crazy. And David Beckham did, not, did not once say that he did not have an affair. Well, maybe it was brought up. Yeah. It comes to light. Cool. Everybody knows it existed, especially in England. And, they're not going to talk about it. He just didn't want to talk about it. He feels horrible probably for it. I mean, you know, and so. they have children. So, like, that's probably another reason they don't really want to talk about it. I get that. Yeah. But it just seemed like they brought it up, but they didn't bring it up. Yeah. Like, if you're going to bring it up, talk about it. At least say, like, I've made some really poor decisions in my life, and I regret a lot of them. And But, like, just, you know, acknowledge it in a way right. that yeah. is, you know... Acknowledging it, but then moving on from it. But he didn't say anything. Right. So another thing, too, about his, uh, like, just the way that he was treated after he got his red card in the, oh, yeah. the World Cup or mm-hmm. whatever it was, and then how badly he was treated. I want to say that. So the United States, we just came in, like, fourth place, I think, in the men's basketball world cup Mm -hmm. we are by far the best basketball country in the world by far Mm -hmm. and if that was in england nobody that was on that team for the u.s would be welcome back on the team (laughs) because we there's no excuse for us to lose right the basketball we had probably like our c grade team out there like none of the good players played. then why did we lose I don't know, just a chemistry, whatever it might have been. It's depressing. Yeah. Apparently, chemistry is a very big thing in soccer, mm-hmm. which we'll get to, but very interesting. I mean, what did you think about Posh Spice? I don't know. Which her name's actually Victoria, so. Not really any uh, opinion. I thought here's, she was nice. So here's whatever. my thing. Okay, if I was in a relationship with David Beckham, let's just... Let's just pretend here that no, I was no. David Beckham's wife. <laughs> oh, boo. David Beckham said football is life, literally. And literally. he said football is my number one priority. But he did and change family, it over his last thing. Barely. No, he did say that the family comes over everything. The last. His the very l- last thing he no, said. his last team that he played for. Okay, yeah, because it sucked. Wasn't it one of like his worst teams and he was like, I'm no, old and PSG. whatever. Okay, whatever. I think. But or up no, until it was, it was MLS, up until whatever point, which I don't really remember him saying that families first, but up until that point, if he did, he was 100% that football is everything and everything else comes second to football. He did say that. Family, yeah. wife, everything. And let me just tell you, I would never... Be okay I think with that, someone telling me well, I think, in a relationship that football comes is more of a priority than me. I will say, <laughs> no. I, agree, I agree with you, but I'm saying I will say that in that moment, that's not necessarily what he meant. He was his first interview with a new team, and he was saying how committed he was to the team. But listen, every action. Everything he did showed and proved that he thought well, it's football a, well, it's a very was de- over everything. It's a very demanding job. I get it. And I mean, yeah, you sign up for that as a you know footballer's wife. Yeah. You definitely sign up for a little bit of that. You do whatever but you I want. You got all the think, money in the world. I mean, he is who he is now and as famous as he is because he made those decisions when he was younger. So you could say good for him that he made those decisions because now he's uber famous. But I'm just saying I could never be in a relationship with someone who puts a sport over me 
and our kids. That's the biggest thing is once he had kids, nothing changed. Yeah. He was like, sorry, football is life. <laughs> football is life. <laughs> football is life. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that was interesting. And I, I mean, kudos to Victoria, whatever her yeah, name I, is, I liked Posh her. Spice, because like I could, I could not imagine but dealing with that. she had her own stuff going on too. She was, was a very famous true. person too. Very true. So. But even with that, I mean, there's some element to like, I don't know. You're just, you need a, you, you need a partner in life. And yeah, she had like one, but she didn't have one. It, almost, you know? it was almost like once she stopped doing the, was it the, what was it? Spice girls. Spice girls. Yeah. Like she was family, 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 family. And mm-hmm. he was like, it didn't even sound like some of the decisions he made, like were discussed with family. Before exactly. He made exactly. That's yeah. what, so I don't yeah, agree with that. Shocking but to like, me. And then, like, her really loving the U.S. because her kids could go to school and, like, everything like that. And he was just like, well, I'm moving again. I'm moving to Paris. Yeah, it's just. Well, he actually got loaned, which was kind of cool. So that's another cool thing about soccer. Football, sorry. Uh, Is that, say, like, baseball terms. Mm. If, like, we use Acuna for an example. Uh If, like, the Braves sucked or something and he was young, so the beginning of his career – you could say, hey, I want to send off a Cunion loan to, say, I would say the Phillies, but I don't want a Cunion to be on the Phillies ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so send them to the Mariners, okay, for a loan for like two years. So he plays his dur- duration of the loan out for two years, and then he comes back to the Braves. And what's the point of that? I don't get it. Just to d- develop talent and get them like playing uh. time. So a lot of teams like – so, oh, so because he's on the Braves, he's not playing very much because he sucks. So yes. now you're sending him yeah. to a team where he'll probably play, play. and get playing. Okay, yes. I get it. So you're trying okay. to develop that player mm-hmm. without having to play them on your team and him just sit on the bench. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of cool. I'm with you. So that's, that, so that's why he couldn't stay in Paris because <sighs> LA Galaxy owned him still and loaned him to Paris. Uh-huh. PSG. Yeah. So when the duration of his loan was up, that's why the guy was like, "No, we own you. You got to come back to LA Galaxy." You're talking about the other show. No, I'm talking about Beckham. Oh, that was during Beckham. Yeah. Oh. So whenever he moved to Paris, I think I'm with you. You didn't okay. catch it, but he was on loan, okay. and that's why he was like, "Oh, I think I want to stay in Paris." Oh, and the guy was like, yes. "No, you're yeah. coming back. We own you." I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't catch that during it, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So another big question I have from the Beckham documentary. Obviously, football He's is life. life. And, and so many people play soccer in outside of the U.S. Everyone seems... It's the number one sport in the world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's so many different ethnicities and languages. And my question is, how do you play on a team with a bunch of people who speak different languages to you and then you, and how does a coach coach a team where they speak all different languages? I don't get it. Yeah. It's gotta be tough, but they, I mean, it's by hand motions and kind of like a professional player will kind of get what you're saying with hand motions and like showing somebody kind of what you're talking about. They definitely have translators, though. Okay. So whether like, whether it be player between player, or they probably have a translator out there for, you know, say we have five different languages, they probably have five translators so, out there. So obviously, if you're in the Premier League, you're obviously a very good player, and you're not probably going to be coached very hard because you already know the sport. You know how to do it. So I guess to a coach's level, there's not much, like, you don't have to say much to a really good athlete. But right. then my question is how, because you said earlier that it's a big deal to mesh with your team and gel with your team. How, as players, do you make that relationship with someone who literally doesn't understand you? But you, you remember in the documentary they were saying kind of like, we spoke different languages, but we kind of got what everybody was saying and we could laugh because we knew kind of, I don't know. That's what I don't understand. I mean, I know you could because, oh my God, everyone just really quickly, imagine <laughs> Trent at a table with someone who does not speak his language 
It would be frustrating. He'd just be giggling the whole but, time. But yeah, we would be giggling the whole time. But <laughs> it would be frustrating. Yeah. So I don't. I, that's hard for me to understand how they do that. And like, but I think too, like, there's a lot, lot more people than we think that are bilingual too. So like, that's true. Especially in different countries, a lot of a lot of people that have that are in say Italy, Spain, the countries surrounding England are yeah. no English. But what I'm speaking on is the documentary that we watched and they did interview a lot of the players, the other players that Beckham was on the team with and they spoke their own language. They couldn't speak English. So there were subtitles. They they probably like that one guy said, I'm going to speak in Spanish because my English English is bad. Yeah. So they probably know a little bit to get by. Yeah. But like when they're getting interviewed and stuff, they would rather what yeah. they're comfortable with. I guess it's the same with baseball. Yes. Because there's a lot of... Well, I was about to say, so... <laughs> so Latin Americans, so which is Central America and South America. Yeah. Uh, they... I don't think they want to know English at all. Because, like, for example, like, just baseball players. When a baseball player that wins like an MVP, an NLCS MVP or ALCS MVP, World Series MVP, if it's a Spanish speaker, that some gun doesn't know any English. He's got a translator. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even care. It's like, dude, you've been in the United States playing baseball for 15 years. You... And they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't. They're like, como se llama? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's very true, though. It is. Um. Okay, let's quickly talk about the Welcome to Wrexham show. Okay. So this show is on Hulu, like we said, and it's another football Football. show. Um, I think it aired on FX, but now it's on Hulu. So it's um, Ryan Reynolds and... Rob McElhaney, which I don't really know too much about that guy, but he was in Always and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I never watched, so that's probably why. Uh, But I'm pretty sure it's a very popular show. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it from the documentary. But so um, they bought Wrexham, which is a English soccer league. Like bottom tier team. Bottom, very bottom tier sucks. They suck. Yeah. Um, And they bought it during like COVID. COVID. Yeah, right around COVID. Um, And it's just all about how they bought it and going through like them cutting players and rebuilding the team and, and the franchise and everything like that. And I just got to say, Ryan Reynolds, attractive man. All right. We got to stop watching all these attractive (laughs) men shows. This is why I love soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Football. Football. Football is life. (laughs) All right. We are uh, no longer, we're, we're unsubscribing from Hulu. We're unsubscribing from YouTube TV. We're watching freaking News Channel 12. I think that's the biggest takeaway I got (laughs) from this. Welcome to Wrexham is that Ryan Reynolds Hotter than I even thought he was. So, what do, you, what do you think about Rob McElhaney? I don't know. He just seems okay. I like that he's a Philadelphia guy. Yeah. I think it's really cool that he's a big Eagles fan. He's you know a fanatic like we just talked about. So gay. <laughs> I like that. Um, See, I think you honestly you are you're not a Braves fan, which is fine. Be what you, be what kind of fan you want to be, but <laughs> Jesus, you don't be coming over here with that fake shit. What fake shit? <laughs> Go Braves. And then you're talking about the Phillies. <laughs> we're not doing that. Trent. We're not doing that. Trent, I'm we're, your wife. But we're not and doing I that. support you. So whatever team you support. You, you support the Phillies. I support. And I also <laughs> support <laughs> the team my dad supports. No, it's not allowed. I think I can. Okay. That's fine. And whatever. I do. Whatever. And I will. Yeah. Well. Go Braves. So anyway. Why do Americans suck so badly at soccer? Uh, it's just a, something that just wasn't ever huge over here. There wasn't, none of the good players, all the good players wanted to play football, basketball, baseball. So, like, just think about it. We have the best athletes in the world. Yeah. Think if, like, LeBron James wanted to play soccer and focused on soccer. Or who? Christian McCaffrey or Jalen Hurts. You know, mm-hmm. just like, what if these great athletes just focused on soccer? 
then they would be really good. So the fact is that in other countries, that's all, they, all have. they have is... So- okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think of it that way. But that's so true. Like, we have so many options. Our, so, like, have pick the, one. What we do have you the want? Best, like Tyreek Hill, for example. He's the fat, one of the fastest players people in the world. So he could be really good at soccer if he wanted to be. Yeah. But he chose football because there's options. And we have options here in the States. We got uh, uh, options. Yeah, Facts. Basically. Yeah, Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So that's the reason why we suck ass at soccer. We're getting better. Okay. But we're not great. Question. Okay. How much money do you think Ryan Reynolds has? <sighs> you can probably Google search that right quick. Um, because that's got to cost a lot of freaking money. And they show in the documentary, like how much money they have to spend on certain things. Like they got the best player. They got the best coach. They had to redo the pitch a bunch of times. I would say hundreds of millions of dollars. Jeez. Yeah. But he also has Blake Lively's money too. Mm. She hasn't been shown on the documentary yet. Which I'm looking forward to. And you're praying to. for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talking about he, your guys. I'm like, oh, yeah. He asked <laughs> the other night. He goes, so where's Blake Lively? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so yeah. <laughs> so it's, expen- it's very expensive. And that's why, like, teams like uh, Manchester City, for example, they're owned by some Saudis. And they can pretty much buy whoever they want. Why? What's this? Saudi Arabia, there's just a lot of oil money over there. Oh. And they have a so lot. So that's of, like the live, that's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with so you. another thing, go back to soccer, while, or while we're talking about soccer, so they can approach a team, back to the baseball terms, if, say, we'll use the Phillies, came to the Braves and said, hey, we want to buy Ronald Acuna. Mm-hmm. Braves would say, okay, well, you have to pay us $300 million. Okay, and we'll accept we'll accept your bid right. to for to him. buy Ronald Acuna. Yeah, and so then if the Braves accept that, then the Phillies turn around. And they have to structure a contract for Ronald Acuna, so he could end up being. So they paid three hundred million dollars for Ronald Acuna. Then they have to pay him another three hundred million. That's to for him, his contract. For his contract. Yeah. So it could be a six hundred million dollar player, and that's what the Saudis were doing. They offered Ronaldo got this huge contract. They offered. They are uh, Kylan and Kylan Mbappe. I'm saying his name wrong. I'm just having a brain fart. For Paris mm-hmm. PSG, they offered PSG like 700 million dollars to buy him, and then like offered him 500 million dollars. So he was worth like 1.2 billion dollars. Jeez. Yeah, and they rejected it for whatever reason. But like, so they just oh, yeah, we want to create this super league. Golly. Yeah. So you can buy pretty much. That's why the best teams. Are usually owned by somebody with a lot of money. They can just buy what they want. So, do you think that this Wrexham team is going to do really well? No. Why? Because they don't have the people like Saudi Arabia people are just laughing at how much money they have. Okay. He's got hundreds of millions. They have billions. Okay. So. Interesting. It's a very interesting documentary, especially for me because I know nothing about. Soccer, football. Yeah. And to have it be like this um, kind of like joining of two worlds with U.S. people and mm-hmm. European people, it's kind of cool to watch because like it's, I know nothing, so. Yeah. It is cool. And we're still in the middle of it, so. Yeah. We haven't finished this where I don't even know how many episodes, episodes we're in. episodes in. Something like that. They're yeah. only 30 minutes, which Yeah, they're cool. really short episodes, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So it's easy to watch yeah. and interesting. And Ryan Reynolds. Fireman, <laughs> he's put the fire out. Fireman, uh, he's funny too. You laughed at a lot he of things funny. he said. He's just like he's like odd. He says weird stuff like in his same voice as like uh, he's always acting. Like yes. yes, he sounds just like every time he talks. I picture him as like Deadpool. Yes, and it's funny. I'm like, yes. dude, put your suit on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about him is like he doesn't get into a character. His character is himself yeah, pretty much, yeah. which is cool. Agree, yeah. Like they hire him for being himself yeah. pretty much. And he's a funny guy. So, yeah, but that right there. The is, Proposal, best movie ever. That's a good movie. Very good movie. That's, but then we're talking about football. We ain't talking about the proposal. Sorry. <laughs> Rom-coms. Sorry. I had to just, I had to turn it because I'm tired of talking about football. Yeah. So that's football with Trent and Jenny there. 
Is that all we have to say about football is life? I feel like we covered a lot of stuff. We did. Yeah. Okay, so really quickly, we have to get into our next segment. Say it and definitely spray it. (laughs) So we already (laughs) talked about some shows that we watched, but now we're going to turn the tides or turn the tables. Whatever this is. The turn tables. (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. (laughs) Here are some things that we think that you should definitely spray. Well, the first one, I don't think if you haven't already done it, then you're probably not going to be a part of it. So No, there's still tickets available. Are there? Yeah. We're tomorrow going to the Eras <laughs> Tour movie. Oh, Katie, be jealous. And I'm excited for it. I don't even know what to expect, really. I'm like... You have no idea? Oh, I've seen so much stuff oh, on it. Oh, is it like rowdy? I, so she had her premiere for the Eras Tour on Wednesday night. And so now normal people have been able to watch it on Thursday night. So I'm starting Uh, to see like TikToks and videos about it. And it does seem like people get pretty rowdy and that it's like a concert and people are standing and like singing. I don't mind doing like, I don't, I mean, I don't mind standing up like, (laughs) yeah, I know. But You're such a stander. I'm a stand-up guy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but I am looking, I'm looking forward to it because I do like Tish, but I'm I'm not, I'm a Swifty. Okay. Uh, He's going to be shaking his titties for Taylor. Milk, milk, milk. I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm looking forward to it because like, she's got a lot of banging songs. and Watch Trent be like the most into it be in that TikTok. whole theater. I'll sing. <laughs> you dare me? <laughs> Twist my arm. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, no, uh, no, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of crowd we get in our movie time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, she, so a big thing that happened, obviously Taylor and Kelsey is still in the news, still being talked about. But yeah. so Kelsey, Travis Kelsey couldn't make it to the movie premiere on Wednesday because of football, because mm-hmm. he was Thursday night because football. Because he footballs. And apparently he sent her like, a $2,500 bouquet of flowers and a note to make up for it. So next time you do me wrong, what I expect is $2,500 worth of flowers. $2,500. Make it holla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, well, keep dreaming. <laughs> you would, like, not be happy if I did that. I know. I would not. I would yeah. say, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's re- the stupidest thing you've ever done. Go return. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife's mad at me. Can I return these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't that shocking? That's crazy. I mean, I that's know. just the... Like, when you have that much money, what is $2,500? Exactly. Nothing. And that is the goal. That would be nice. But I can't be, but... even imagine because... <laughs> We just to gotta them, keep dreaming. We are small. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're like him, and compared to the Saudis, he's a Saudi. <laughs> we're not. We're we're Ryan McElhaney or Ryan Reynolds. Okay, no. way to tie it back. Yeah. Great job. Yeah, interesting. Another thing about Taylor Swift, really quickly before we we move on. Yeah, she was looking cozy with uh, Mama Kelsey. She was sucking up. Mama Kelsey was sucking up to her because she said that bullshit about her on live TV. I know. So, yeah. I wonder if they had a conversation. Like, Surely. You think? Probably. I don't she know. She was probably like, so I'm um, just okay. You know, just kind of joking, joking. Maybe. I don't know if Taylor's that girl. I don't know if she jokes. I don't know. She might. I feel like maybe Kel- the Mama Kelsey went to her and said something. Because she probably felt bad. Yeah. Like, if that's not what she meant by it, which it probably wasn't, yeah. she probably felt bad. So she probably said something. Yeah, I would agree with that. She but probably, they were looking cozy. Yeah, they were. Nice. Her and Brittany Mahomes and ugh. Mama Kelsey. Mm. <laughs> I still... Ugh, well, Brittany yeah. Mahomes. Well, I'm not sick of it. Sooner or later, she's just going to be another person in the crowd. Because... I know. They show her all the time. Golly. Mm-hmm. They showed her last night when I was watching it. Well, yeah. She's there, so they're going to show her. But it's yeah. like... The hot commodity. Lame. But Eras Tour. If you want to go see it, go see it. Buy a ticket because we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. Tomorrow. Turn it up. Six o'clock. Six o'clock tomorrow. Okay, we got to finish our definitely spray it segment talking about 
our number one recipe as the Turners that we have coined. This is our only family recipe that we have at the moment. Yeah. I'm not a big cooker. You're not a big cooker. But we do have one recipe that we stand by. And we're making it tonight. So you say the first word. I'll say the second word. You say the third word. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Chicken. Cheese. And rice. (laughs) Boy. That might be the coolest recipe announcement ever. (laughs) (laughs) This recipe will smack your mama's ass. Oh, boy. Is that the saying? Slap your slap your mama. Slap your mama. Make you want to slap your mama. It's slap your mama good. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. So, yeah, if you want the recipe, reach out to us via Instagram at Say It, Don't Spray It. And we'll we might give to you. I mean, you might. Have you gotta to, pay a hundred dollars. You might have to Venmo us, you know, <laughs> fifty cents or something. This recipe tastes exactly like you would get at your local Mexican restaurant if you get chicken, cheese, and rice. It's even better. I, thank you, Trent. It's, it's better. even better. It's even better. So it's fire, and we're making it tonight. And once we free ourselves from this podcast, we are going to go make it, and we're going to smash it. And we're going to have more margaritas because my mouth is killing me and I need to numb it. <laughs> that's damn right. <laughs> so that's our episode this week. I feel like that was a good episode. It was something that was kind of not like a normal episode. It was so not it was my like, wheelhouse. Yeah. So you did, but Trent, you did good. You did I great. thought I did pretty good. Uh, because I know that's something that I'm comfortable kind of talking about sports. I like, to- I like sports. Bra- He's a sports guy. Braves aren't very good, but you know, I like sports. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that. And Jenny's a Phillies fan. Gosh, damn it. Go Phillies. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. E-G-A-E-S-L. We love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.